Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to a special edition of Psychic Tapestry, a return of Tarot Tuesdays. I'm Ken Kessler, and she is Lisa Kessler. Hi, Lisa. Hi. <laughs> and we are live. It's Tuesday, Super Tuesday, March 3rd. Uh, phone lines are open, 347-838-903. There are a couple other ways you can connect with us. Um, first, if you're listening uh, on the Blog Talk Radio website, you can scroll down and pop in the chat room and join us there. You can connect through social media, facebook.com slash psychic tapestry, at psychic tapestry on Twitter. And you can go to our website, psychictapestry.com, and click on, uh, in the lower right, you'll see a little blue box that says send us a message. And you can connect that way as well. Phone's the best because you're probably going to have um, – follow-up questions for us. We're going to have them for you. And the back and forth of that conversation is a lot easier on the phone. But you could be working or you could be doing something that makes it difficult or uncomfortable to call in. Or maybe you don't like the way your voice sounds on the radio. Or maybe you want the anonymity. Uh, maybe it's something that we haven't even thought of or is just none of our business. And whatever the case may be, that's why those other options are available to you. Um, Lisa has been on before, but it has been a while. It's been kind of a long while, hasn't it? I think so. At least over a year, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it has. Um, we've had scheduling things and, um, and, and life things that have been getting in the way. And Lisa is also a paranormal romance author, with over 30 titles out there. Um, in fact, you had a new release w- a week ago, right? Last week. Yeah, last yeah, week. Last... Sedona Seduction's out there. Yes. That's... And um, you want to um, – I should probably mention, because this is going to come up a few times, you're going to probably hear a couple dogs barking throughout <laughs> the show because we have we have two small dogs, and usually when we're doing podcasts, one or the other of us is free to um, – sequester them and keep them quiet but now we're both on so they're running so they want to be on too yes yes if you'd like fiona or or bambi to pull cards for you let us know um (laughs) hey but uh sorry sedona seduction came out last week um and this is uh is this the second or third book in the series um, well, there is a prequel. It's the second book in the series, um, but the third book that takes place with the Sedona pack. Okay. And this is a, and this is a pack of shifters. Can you sort of, um, so that I'm not explaining your book, can you sort of uh, give us, give everybody a, a, an idea of what the series is about? 
Well, the Sedona pack is kind of a spin-off series from my Moon series, which is a werewolf pack in Reno, Nevada. Um, in the seventh book of that series, you meet this other wolf pack down in Sedona, Arizona. And I left them in kind of a huge mess. And so I thought, you know, I should fix that pack. So um, give them some happily ever after. So um, this new series, we go back to Sedona and see what happened to this pack. They used to have an evil alpha who was making bad bad choices and they got rid of him so the first book they of course need a new alpha and um so that's Sedona Sin and then this book is Sedona Seduction where we really learn learn more about what's at stake about what's at stake for um, <laughs> for the wolf pack now that the neuro organization is gone. So anyway, I know that sounds like a mouthful, but if you have never read any of my werewolf books, I try super hard to put enough in there so that you won't be lost. So you don't have to feel like, oh, my God, I have to go back and start this whole other series before I can read this new book. You should totally be able to read the new book. But I hope that you will be lured in to want to know how all those other people, what their stories were about, and hopefully go back and read the rest. I saw a, um, saw a review. I think, it was, I think it was for this new one. I saw a review, and the, uh, and the person writing it, said how that each book really stands on its own. You don't have to pick up, start with book one in the series or go back to the series and start with book one there to read all of the books just to catch up. So you won't be lost. Um, each book has, like you said, has enough in it to stand on its own. Um, you also right. have that's a, the goal. A, a, another series, a book in another series that's coming out in about a month, I think, right? Yep, the end of April, um, Pirate's Persuasion will be out, and that's the fourth book in the Sentinels of Savannah, which are immortal pirates who live today in Savannah, Georgia. And I love that series. They're super adventure and super fun and um, and lots of paranormal antics there. But um, So that series is going too. And right now... Book one of that series, which is called Magnolia Mystic, is free everywhere because my publisher is hoping to lure you in and you will get the other books in the series and then you'll be all caught up and dying to read Pirate's Persuasion next month. So that is our evil plan. Um, so, But you win, so go get book number one. It's free right now and that will introduce you to the whole Sea Dog crew. And I will put uh... – a couple links up on our, our Facebook page to Lisa's author page on Amazon. So you can check out all, all of her books. You don't have to, this isn't the homework assignment, but so you can see, see what, what she has to offer. And I'll also put up a link specifically for uh, Magnolia Mystic, which is free today. I wanted to say it's free for psychic tapestry listeners, but it's really, it's, it's free for everybody. Uh, and uh, so that, so that, yeah, and it's free for your Kindle. Um, I, I should say, um, but those links will be up on our Facebook page shortly. But um, so as you can, as you can hear, Lisa has been very busy, and that's part of why also that there hasn't been another Tarot Tuesday show in a while. But um, I saw the planets lining up uh, metaphorically, and and 
asked her yesterday, I said, I, I, I think you're free tomorrow. How about coming on and doing a Tuesday show? And she couldn't think of an excuse fast enough to, to get out. <laughs> so, so she agreed. Um, is, is, before we switch over to tarot, uh, is there anything else that you want to add about, about your paranormal romance books? Uh, I don't know what else to add. Um, I, I hope that I, one of my goals this year, I, I always do year end, um, card readings for people and I do them for myself as well, where I pull one card for each month of the upcoming year. And then I pull one mantra card and I read that mantra once a week. And this year, my mantra is to recognize that I am adding to the light of the world in my own unique way. And so everything that I'm trying to do this year, I'm trying to recognize that even though to me it seems, you know, insignificant, I I hope that in my own unique way I'm adding to the light that's out there. And I feel like my books do that. I hear from readers, you know, who are at chemo or at dialysis or, you know, going through some tough stuff in life and they read my books and get, you know, it gives them not only an escape, but also a a cool way to, my books always have somehow, I, I drag them through hell and back, but always they end up with a happy ending. And I think that the way the world is right now, that is a real comfort um, and a good reminder that, you know, happy endings are still out there. And um, sometimes they're a lot of work, but you can, you can find yours. And I hope that that's what my books spread. So if you like tortured heroes and heroines who are strong, strong, um, my books are a good place to start. And there's a link up on our Facebook page now at facebook.com slash psychic tapestry. That's Elisa's um, author page on Amazon, so you can check out all of the all of the many tortured heroes and strong heroines. And there's some yes. heroines that are, and some of that is flipped around that there are strong heroes and tortured heroines. Um, it's, yes, it's a great are. mix. Um, so you're a paranormal romance author, an award-winning paranormal romance author, I should mention. Um, but this is a psychic kind of show, so what we really want to talk about is the tarot and oracle card readings you do. And I guess the first question I have for you, and I probably know the answer because we're married, but everybody else would like to know. How did you get into tarot and oracle cards? Well, I've always been interested, but like many people, I got my first tarot deck and I got I realized there's 78 cards and then there was a big book with it and uh and I gave up. And then I tried again. I took I took a, a I signed up for an online class and they used the traditional rider weight deck with full of angry men on the pictures and I thought oh god I'm never going to learn how to do this and I gave up again and then um, probably 10 years ago I finally found a deck that I connected with and I realized this isn't impossible I can do this and and I also recognized that instead of pressuring to memorize the book tarot cards and oracle cards are supposed to be a tool for you to tap into spirit and so I realized quickly that 
regardless of what that book tells you, if the first thing that pops in your head is that there's a horse on that card and, you know, you're going to a horse race, perhaps that card is telling you something about what's coming up tomorrow at that horse race. Um, so that's just a weird example. But but um, tarot cards, you shouldn't be so nervous about what it said on the page 42 of the book about that card as you should what your gut tells you the second you flip that over. Um, I've been doing card readings for other people for I think four or five years now and uh, I have learned to trust that sometimes when I turn over the five of swords for one person it might mean this and when I turn over the five of cords five of swords for this next person it means something totally different because i trust that what pops in my head is what you what the universe wants to be there what spirit is is the reason that that card got turned over and um and so anyway i'm very passionate about card reading because i think it's a really useful tool um it has never failed me yet everybody always gets the card that they need so um so anyway, that's my background with it, and uh, I do enjoy um, reading for people. I do readings online <laughs> through video readings, and I do them in person as well, and I do them here on Blog Talk sometimes, or I used to, but um, but anyway, I, I do enjoy it very much, and I also use tarot cards when I'm writing my books. Um, I always draw three cards for the hero and three cards for the heroine for their past, present, and future so that I get kind of a glimpse of who they are and then if I ever get stuck as I'm working I often will pull a card okay what happens next and pull a card and it's always perfect and it's always something that I hadn't thought of so I've I've learned to trust trust it I don't know why it works or how it works but I trust that it does work so it's it's trusting your intuition which everybody that uh, that I've had on this show at one point or another talks about how important that is and it's one of the things that, that I know I struggle with, I'm sure that a lot of readers, uh, people who do uh, psychic readings, um, have difficulty with. It's it's a big leap of faith to be able to do that when, when your brain is telling you lots of other things, especially if you're reading for someone you know. Um, yes, it is harder to read for somebody you know. Yeah, you, you get in your own way, and, and that does make it tough. You mentioned that you do readings um, through uh, through email and through and in person and and that kind of thing. Um, I do want to mention that because we're going to talk for a little bit. If we don't get to your call or um, you're listening to this after it airs live and you'd like to get a, a reading from Lisa, you can go to psychictapestry.com and click on Get a Reading, and you will see all the folks who do psychic tapestry shows with me on there and you can connect with lisa and um find out a little bit more about her and if you'd like you can book a private reading um and and i want to talk a little bit about private readings because i think that i get the feeling that a lot of people don't quite know what the difference is between a private reading and what we do here uh on on the podcast and the first thing that I would say is that on the podcast, it is a more of a demonstration. It's a very short thing that you'll only get a couple cards and really just one question. And then we move on to another call. But when you get a private reading, um, 
first it's it is private, so nobody else is tuned in listening or nobody else is going to download it and listen later. And you get time that's focused just on you and and it could be more than one question. Um, I, I know there's no typical reading, but about how long does a private reading last with you? Um, it depends how long the the person wants. So usually most readers charge, you know, 20 minutes, half an hour, or an hour. Um, and I have learned over the years that, you know, a 20-minute reading, we're going to have time to get through maybe five cards each. Um, and by each, I mean I let them draw five cards, and then my guides draw five cards for them. Um, and we go through them one by one. And sometimes that brings up other questions that they hadn't intended. Often people come in for readings, and they're like, I don't know why. I just felt like I, should, like I needed one. And then when we pull cards, it becomes obvious that there's something going on that they you know, weren't as conscious of as the universe wanted them to be. And so they leave. Um, I, I always tease that people leave my readings with a homework assignment, but that's usually how it works um, because I feel like spirit puts you where you need to be so that they can get get a message to you because, um, you know, energy, we have a really hard time hearing energy with our ears. So if it can, you know, push you to where you need to be and somebody who can tap in and go, oh, this is what's happening, then um, you can hear it, you know, with our ears auditory. And, you know, so sometimes they can get a message to you. That's why people go see a medium um, and they want to hear a message from a loved one who's maybe crossed over. And it's not that the loved one won't talk to you. It's just that we sometimes have a hard time hearing them. And somebody who is a medium has learned to hear that and to be able to give that message to you. So um, it's not that spirit won't talk to you and will talk to me. It's just sometimes, you know, we don't hear. And so you end up at a reading going, I don't know, just tell me what I need to know. And then the universe lets you know. Um, so, so anyway, that's frequently people come for readings with me and they're like, I don't know. I just felt like I needed a reading and we find out why um, soon enough. So, um, so anyway, the readings typically are 20 minutes. If it's a 30-minute reading, we can get through more cards. So usually in a 30-minute reading, I'll do the regular. They can draw five. My guides draw five. And then usually we'll know really where the focus is. And then I'll pull out oracle cards and we'll draw usually maybe three more to get more clarity on what that you know heart of the issue was. Um, so anyway, I'm sure it's different for every reader, but that's typically how it works for me. And if somebody is there for even longer, like I've had people who, whose friends have bought an hour reading, those are super fun for me because then I know, oh, my gosh, we're going to get to try lots of decks. I know which decks work for me, but I've never met you, so I don't know which decks you really connect with. And when we have more time, we can pull out different decks and see what we come up with. And it's also kind of cool because sometimes out of the other 78-card deck, you will draw the, the same card, and we go, wow. <laughs> but I love when cool things like that happen because then it reminds you that everything really is connected and it's really not chaos there is a plan we just don't always know what it is and that's always reassuring to me so when I can be a witness to that that's super cool so um, you know longer reading it gives us more time to you know explore when when people book readings with you 
do they let you know in advance that they have specific questions? No, not all of them are the same. Or do they just come let you know at the beginning of the reading or, or how does, how does that work? I'm sure that's different for everyone too. But for me, I always need the person who draws a card has to have a reason you have to, you have to have an intention when you're drawing. Otherwise you get a bunch of answers and you have no idea what they're about. Um, it, it makes for a chaotic, useless reading. If you just draw some cards haphazardly, I promise you, if you have an intention, you will draw the cards you need. So I always ask people, you know, what, what is your intention? And again, if the intention is what do I need to know right now, the universe goes, okay, here's what you need to know. Um, whereas if your intention is um, I'm struggling at school, then the universe is going to have you pull cards that will help you through the struggle. Um, you know, so you're going to draw different cards depending on what your intention is. So I always, everyone needs to have an intention when they draw. Otherwise we get useless answers and we don't know what they mean. Um, there's no way to relate them if you don't have an intention. So for me, obviously I always make people, you know, there is something, some reason that you're drawing. Otherwise we have nothing to connect the answers to, if that makes sense. Well, sure. Um, yes, it does. But uh, what I, um, what I had meant was like, if I'm on the psychic tapestry website and I see your picture there and read about you and decide I want to book a reading with you. And I click the thing to, to book a reading um, before the reading takes place, like if I book a reading with you for noon tomorrow, um, and I do that right now, would you need to know before noon tomorrow what it is that I wanted to get a reading about, or would that just happen at the reading? Um, well, if we're doing a video reading and we're both there, you can just tell me your intention right then, um, and you can tell me your question. That's fine. If it's an email reading, then I would need to know before I start having my guides draw cards for you. So um, so that would be the difference. Email readings, I need the question right up front, and if it's a video or a phone reading where we're both talking to each other, you can just let me know at the reading. Okay. Um, I wanted to um, give everybody kind of an idea of what a reading with you is like. And um, so I wanted to kind of do that on the show now. But I, you had said that you draw card, your you your guide draws cards and, and I would draw cards. Um, I can't draw cards right now. So no, how we no, that would be very tricky. Um, yes. So how about if if you just draw the cards and and we'll see and, and I'll just be a guinea pig and what is it I need to know is is the question and I only ask since you are my wife not to embarrass me. <laughs> okay, this isn't awkward at all. No, not at all. Um <laughs> It it is I, I I I do know that reading for somebody that you know, especially somebody that you know well, is 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 difficult because there's so much extra energy involved because you already know me, you already know a lot of um, pluses and minuses about me, and 
you know, things that I would like to happen, things I want to happen, things that I hope happen, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, things that I don't want to happen, you know, things that I am, um, I don't want to say afraid of, but certainly concerned about. So, you know, all that stuff, not because uh, you're a psychic, but because you're my wife. But do you feel like you can pull cards and well, I, I won't pull cards. I'll I'll have my guide pull cards. I, I use a pendulum okay. and it, otherwise I, I I would have I would have a harder time if I'm drawing cards for you. <laughs> right. And I'm just and I, and I just wanted to do this kind of like be the guinea pig so that people who are listening hear a little bit of what it is like to get a reading to, to book a private reading with you because you won't be able to do this much for people who call in, not just because I'm talking so much and taking up the time, but because it's not fair to different callers um, to spend that much time and, and not be able to get to as many calls as possible. If hopefully I said that right. And that made sense. Okay. So how many cards do you want me to, pull for you for what you need um, to know right now whatever whatever you think you said that you usually um have i usually guide... pull five okay why don't you just do that okay morgan has pulled four so for the people who of course can't see this happening a pendulum is um usually there's a crystal at the end of a cord of some sort thank you and um, pendulums are not, you know, just like a psychic-y thing. They've been using them to find water for well drilling and that kind of thing, too. Um, sometimes people use pendulums to find out if they're having a boy or a girl. Um, so it, it's just a tool. And I, I have different pendulums for my different guides. And it's just so that they know right away whose energy I'm tapping into. And what I do is I shuffle the cards. I have them all spread out. And then I take my pendulum across the cards and it spins. But when Morgan finds the card she wants, the swing will change to forward and back instead of spinning. And that's how I know the card. And then it goes back to spinning and I pull the next card. And um, so, so it's very cool to watch. People who come for readings think it's very cool because they can witness that I am not picking these cards. And it's, it's you know, a clear message from spirit. Um, but for me, I enjoy doing it that way because because then my energy isn't all over those cards. I, I doubt my intuition when I'm pulling the card because I feel like it's that card for me or for them. Um, you know, so this way I'm not physically touching the card until it's already being pulled out. So for me, that, that gives me the distance I need to trust my gut. So, um, so Morgan has drawn five cards for Ken with the intention of what does Ken need to know right now? Okay, and the first card we got is the King of Swords. So when you have um, tarot cards with swords, wands, um, cups, and pentacles, those are the four elements, so they're like the four aspects of you. So these aren't, aren't events that are coming. These are parts of you. And the King card is your masculine energy. So it is your decision-making, yes or no, it's justice, it's all that kind of thing. But the King cards, um, swords is the element of air and so that represents our thoughts so you can't you can't 
touch air, but you know you need it to live. And your thoughts happen in your head and they seem real to you, but they're not actually out in the world. And the king, um, because it's your masculine energy, he is um, on this card, he's sitting on his throne with a hawk sitting at the top of the throne and thing with birds and hawks in tarot and oracle cards is that they usually represent your spirit guides and your angels and um, even loved ones who have passed on trying to get messages to you and um, because this is swords and it's your thoughts um, the king is wearing all black he looks very smarmy and not super happy and he's all alone so, and then the other birds are way off far in the distance. So I feel like this is a big card for you that you are the champion of keeping your thoughts on task on what you want to do and not looking at anything else. And I feel like since your guides are so distant, they're like, Ken, we miss you. We have messages for you. And you're like, nope. Um, so, uh, this card is definitely calling you to, you know, take some time and let your thoughts wander and meditate because there's messages they want to get to you and you're not allowing that to happen right now. You're being in charge and this is what we're doing. And, um, sometimes that's what you need to do, um, to protect yourself or to get a project done. But right now spirit is really wishing that they could get a message to you. So you don't have to be alone on your throne. Just you know, meditate and let them in. They have some things to share with you. Okay. Next. Okay. All right. So next up is the two of wands. And um, again, this is minor arcana. So this is about you and wands is the element of fire. So it's taking action and doing something. And the minor arcana always go in a cycle from ace to 10. So the two is really the beginning of a new action cycle. And um, it's interesting. I know this because, again, it's super hard to read for somebody that you know. But Ken is starting uh, back at a, at a job again next week. And that is great because he knows the people he's working with. He likes working there. They like him. It's, it's all a really good thing. But the two of wands is all about that there's more than one choice. And so we also know that this job that he's starting is temporary. So this card is telling me that there is another opportunity for you. Just keep your eye out. Um, he, he's holding one wand and reaching for another. And I really feel like, you know, you're holding the one. You have this one job. But I think there's another one um, in the very near future that you could reach. So don't get too attached to the one that you have. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Okay. Next up, death. Um, (laughs) The death card, people get, (laughs) there's a few cards in a tarot deck, and I think movies and TV have made them scary, but the tower and the death card, every time they flip over, everybody goes, but but the death card in tarot, especially in, in, I'm using my Mystic Dreamer deck right now, and the death card is actually super beautiful because her soul is like soaring and she's so happy and free. And the thing about the death card in tarot isn't a mortal death. That's not what it's about. The death card is closing one chapter so that you can open the next one. And it really means that a new version of you is about to start. Um, So I feel like I know since August of last year, you've been, you know, searching for as career wise anyway of who you're going to be and what you're going to do. And it's been quite a journey. And I feel like, um, 
maybe because this card also came after the two of wands, I think that you're going to get back to this comfort job and it's going to be great and it's going to be what you need. But I think this new job is going to take you in a new direction and it's going to be a whole new chapter of Ken. Um, so don't be afraid it, and and know that the, the old job, you know, has to go away for the new job to happen. And I think that that fits in with that. We know the job is temporary going into it. So, um, so anyway, I, if nothing else, I hope that's a validation for you that, that something mm-hmm. new is on the horizon and don't be afraid to embrace it. Okay. Okay, Pop, stop. They're like, oh, are we on the radio? <laughs> okay. Okay, Eight of Swords. Wow, this all goes hand in hand. Okay, so the Eight of Swords, remember Swords is your thoughts, so this is air. And the Eight of Swords, no matter what depth, the Eight of Swords always shows somebody who has a blindfold on. And in most cases, they're actually the ones holding the blindfold on. And in this deck, she's not only holding the blindfold on, but there are swords stuck in the ground all the way around her. But because she has this blindfold on, she can't see. There are no swords in front of her she could walk right out but she thinks she's totally a prisoner and trapped and so when this card comes up it's almost always that somebody has their thoughts anyway in their head have backed them into a corner I can only do this I can I can never do that I and all this kind of thing and really the only thing holding you back from doing that is yourself so this card comes up when it's time to take off that blindfold and walk straight through because you can you're not trapped um, it just it may feel that way or your thoughts have have triggered you to feel like this is my only path and I can't go down it. Um, This card is telling you that is not true. Take off the blindfold. You're free. You can do this. Um, So I, I just, I really feel like, like all of these cards are telling you that there's going to be something brand new coming for you action wise. So that makes me always think of work. Um, So don't let your thoughts, um, become your own prison. You know, you you can do something new. You can do it. Um, so anyway, when the situation you asked, your intention was, what do I need to know now? You need mm-hmm. to know that you are capable. So take off that blindfold. You can do it. Okay. okay. All right. And the last one, interesting. So the last one is the hero font. And I forgot to mention the death card and the hero font. These are all major arcana cards, which usually are about an upcoming event. Something, you know, that's why the death card is it's time to close down this chapter because you're about to open something new. And the hero font is all about that you're going to be learning something new which again makes me feel like this other job opportunity is going to be something different for you that you maybe haven't done before. So your thoughts are going to be worried. You know, I can't, I can't go down that path. Um, But I think you're, you're going to learn um, a new skill, whatever this new opportunity is. The hero font is all about that. You're, you're learning a new skill, but it also has a lot of imagery on most decks. It has imagery, religious imagery, imagery from different um, different religions and um, it, to me that always symbolizes that it's it's divine learning so it's it's not that you're going to go learn about you know church or something like that what I mean is that it's divinely inspired learning you'll be learning something that the universe feels like it's time for you to learn um, 
So go into it with all of your enthusiasm because it's going to lead you to that new beginning. Um, so don't be afraid of whatever learning is heading your way. The hero font is always sitting down with surrounded by books and all that kind of thing. Um, I don't think that that means you're going to have tons of homework, but it does mean <laughs> that it's going to involve you learning something new that you haven't done before. Okay. Okay. Does that make sense? Makes sense. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. I thought you were going to say something. No, I thought you were going to ask a question. Oh, no, I I don't. I, I was just trying to think of um, of if there's anything more um, for a reading that you could do on the radio uh, on the show right now. And I don't know that there is, I think that's probably about it. Unless I'm wrong. I mean, I know you could draw, you, you could use your pendulum and you could draw cards for the next hour, but. But your question was, what do I need to know right now? And Morgan's intention right. was here are five cards of what you need to do right now. So here's okay. your little map. Yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, if if it, this was a longer reading and we had more time, I would definitely pull out my Oracle deck and shuffle and have, um, I have a guide actually that's focused on careers and see if we could get a little more, um, you know, maybe a little more guidance into what is this new career or this new opportunity. Um, so I would I would do that as well because sometimes you get something and you might draw a card that has a forest and the person goes, oh, my God, I, I've always wanted to be a ranger, but I thought I didn't have the training. And, you know, and, and then they find a job that is at a park and they're like, oh, my God, this is it. Um, so anyway, so sometimes Oracle cards can help in that way too. Okay. Um, maybe after the show I'll ask you to do that. I don't want this to turn into the just, hey, read for Ken all <laughs> during the whole okay. show. Um my goal really was to sort of, I'm very intrigued, but my goal was really to sort of let you show what a, a reading with you would be like, um, as opposed to when when we start taking calls here in just a moment, um, because of, of the time thing, and to try and be fair, and to make it more of a demonstration instead of what a, a a paid private reading would be like, um, it will be, it will obviously be shorter. Um, do you have a, a set number of cards that you plan on pulling for callers or does it really depend on, on the caller or, or how do you it, see that it working? Depend, it depends on what, what we're, what we're shooting for question wise. I think normally okay. I, I would just pull one or two cards, but, but we'll see what what happens. And you said you're using your the Mystic Dreamer tarot deck. Um, I have a few different decks out, so again, that'll depend on what they want to know too. Okay, are they all tarot, or do you have some oracle cards too? No, I have oracle decks out too. Okay, um, just in case anybody doesn't know, can you quickly explain what the difference is between tarot and oracle cards? So tarot cards are divided into the four aspects of your life, um, thoughts, actions, love, and um, health and money. 
And so when you're doing a tarot reading, um, and then the major arcana is, you know, upcoming events and that kind of thing. So when you're doing a tarot reading, it's usually going to be more focused on the person who's sitting in the chair. Um, Whereas with an oracle deck, Oracle cards will each have their own theme. Like I have the Wisdom of Avalon deck is really inspired by the Mist of Avalon book. So it's very um, Arthurian. Um, and and then I have the Oracle of the Unicorns, which is full of hope and magic. And, and I have the Mermaid deck, which is gorgeous and amazing. I have a Romance Oracle deck where everything is focused on relationships. Um, but Oracle cards will typically have a picture on on them and a word or a few, just a few words or something, because again, they're a tool. So it's supposed to trigger something in the reader right away, um, tapping into spirit. So um, I use different Oracle decks depending on what the questions are or what the person needs. Um, So, so anyway, I have, I have many, many, but those are the ones I have out right now. Okay. And it just depends what, what the caller is um, asking about as to what mm-hmm. which deck you use. Okay. Right. Okay. I almost always feel a pull to one or the other or whatever, depending on what they ask, and I usually just go with that. Sounds good. Uh, the number is 347-838-9903, and uh, we're here with, with Lisa Kessler, and, and if you're ready, we'll start taking some calls. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. Hi, thanks for hanging on. What's your first name? Hi, if you have Skyped in, um, this is you. Oh, you can hear me. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. Hey, how are you today? Good. What's your first name? Uh, This is Terry. Terry with a T. Oh, I'm sorry. Hi, Terry. Where Where are you calling from? Oh, I'm I'm calling from New York. How are you? We're doing okay. How can Lisa help you tonight? Okay. Hi, Lisa. I know who you are. I've read one of your books before. Oh. Yes. (laughs) Yay. Well, thank you. I hope you enjoyed it. Yes, I have. I haven't done any reading reading in a long while, but I used to be a romance novel freak. (laughs) <laughs> oh, so I would go to the library. Yeah. Nice. I know the name. Yes. Yes. Okay. So I have a question for you. I'm intuitive okay. myself. Good. And I'm pick yes. And sometimes I need people like good people, good psychics like you to kind of help guide me. So I'm picking up the energy of a, I think of a three or four year old. Uh, and possibly I may adopt her. Just wanted to see what you pick up on that. Okay, a three- or four-year-old? Like a spirit? Mm-hmm. No, a, a child. Okay, okay. So, I, yeah. so, so it's, a, it's a physical three- or four-year-old person? Yes, uh-huh. Okay, and what do you want okay. to know about them? Do you see me um, actually adopting her? Oh, I understand now. Okay. 
Sorry, maybe the call cut out, but I was like, you have a three- or four-year-old spirit? So, okay, I understand now. (laughs) Okay, so it's a three- or four-year-old that you have met. Yeah, actually, I haven't met her yet, but I picked up on her energy. Okay. And it looks, yeah, so I'm just trying to see if you pick up anything, because I did get a reading one time, and someone did tell me this, that it would happen within a year. And I just, I forgot all about her. And then today mm-hmm. she just popped into my mind. So I'm like, oh, my gosh, let me see what this oh, is about. Yeah. Yeah, it might be time. All right. So mm-hmm. I am using my pendulum for Archangel Gabriel. I always have him draw cards when it's something for healing. And I really feel like if you do this, it will really heal and help someone. So I am, he is drawing... I guess we're drawing three. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. So the first card we got, oh, is the chariot. So um, this makes me think that if you if you do this, will you have to move to, you know, maybe have a bigger place for another little person to be? Yes, I'm actually moving to, I'm uh, moving by hopefully between now and no later than May to New Jersey, yes. Okay, perfect. And you'll be able to have a bigger place that would be good for kids yes. there. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Okay, well, the thing about the chariot card, it's almost always moving or changing your job. So you're already thinking about moving. But this card has, um, it has two ravens on it, one above the horses and the chariot and one gliding below. And to me, this always means that spirit is finding you the perfect place. So keep your eye out because I think what's okay. going to happen is you're going to find the perfect place and perhaps that's going to be close to where the this little person is that that needs you. Does that make sense? Oh, oh that makes a lot of sense. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I think when you get moved to New Jersey, that's where this little little girl or is it a girl or a boy? What do you think? Yeah, it's a little girl. Yeah, I feel like it's a girl. Um, so anyway, she probably already lives in New Jersey or is in foster care there or something. But keep your eye out because you're going to find the perfect place that has a perfect little girl room and a yard and all that kind of thing. And it will be trust your gut because spirit's going to put it in your path. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. Okay. Wow. Okay. All right. Because I see if oh. I don't get her, she'll grow up unhappy, and I wouldn't want that. <laughs> no, no. I yeah. think this move is going to bring you two together for sure. And then oh, the next card. Yeah. And this next card that he drew is the five of pentacles. And pentacles represents the element of earth. So this is our earthly goods, our earthly body. And people typically imagine these being the health and money card. But this particular card has an orphan sitting outside of a door and the door is covered in five pentacles. And if somebody was getting a reading from me about a job, I usually feel like this is an opportunity for advancement, but you have to ask to open the door. But because we've been talking about this little person, I feel like um, they're waiting outside that door for you to let them in. Um, so, and, and because it's a pentacles card, sometimes that has to do with money. So don't let the fear of money hold you back from doing this because the money will come. Um, you'll have, you'll have what oh, you need. Okay. 
Okay, yes, sounds good, and I am looking for a new job, so yes. Oh, perfect. Okay, well, perfect. Okay. And if 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 you are looking for a new job, this this card usually is all about that you have to ask and that door will be open to you. So if, if you have a friend who works somewhere where you want to work, tell them that you're looking for a job and I would love to work there, and you will be shocked because they'll go, oh, my gosh, a position just opened and you'd be perfect. But that won't happen if you don't ask. Does that make sense? I will be asking. Sounds awesome. I love it. Good. Good. And then the final card that Gabriel drew for you is the Emperor, which is major arcana like the chariot. And the Emperor is all about taking care of others who need you. The Emperor is your male, your masculine energy who um, is a benevolent king who helps all the people who are in his care. And I really feel like this is a validation for you that you can do this. Are you on your own or are you married? I am on my own, but I do pick up, pick up the spirit of a nice gentleman. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, yeah. I feel like this card is a validation for you that you can do this on your own. You can be the king. Um, so also don't let a relationship hold you up from helping this little person. Um, you can do it. Okay. I, oh, okay. Yes, I can't wait. I am. I will. I'm so glad. Okay. Yeah, so definitely let us know how it goes. But I think you're going to find this perfect house, and you're going to be like, oh, my gosh, this is it. And then you're going to look into foster and go, there's the kit. You know, it's all going to come together because spirit's putting it in your path. All right, sounds awesome. I love it. Okay, good luck, Terry. I'm sending you all kinds of good blessings. Thank you for helping Thank you so much. And are, are you do do you do private readings, Lisa? Uh huh. Yeah, you can go to the Psychic Tapestry website and click on Get a Reading, oh, wow. and there's a link there. And yeah, I'd be happy to read for you anytime. Thank you so much. You'll hear from me again. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Terry. Good luck. Okay. Thank thanks you. so much okay, for calling, bye. Terry. Bye. Uh, three four seven eight three eight nine nine zero three is our number. Hi. Thanks for hanging on. What's your first name? Hi, if you're calling from area code 205, this is you. Hi, I'm sorry. Hi, that was that's okay. Nice. What's, your, what's your first <laughs> My name? My first name is Patricia. Hi, Patricia. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Alabama. And how can Lisa help you tonight? Hi, Lisa. Hi, um, Patricia. Thank you for taking my call, both of you. Um, my question is, I have had a couple of dreams, and they both included, um, my first dream um, was about an ex um, that I was with a couple of years ago, but I was, um, I, I, had a, um, I had a newborn baby that I was running from him. Um, it's like I ran from him to my neighbor's house, and I didn't want, I was hiding with the newborn baby. And the second dream I had um, also included an ex from 20 years ago, but I was pregnant, and he was um, at the doctor's appointment with me, and I was telling the doctor, you know, I'm ready to have this baby. I'm ready. But the doctor told me it wasn't time. So I'm trying to understand what is the relation um, of new of new birth or um I don't know, new um, the babies 
um, what is the relationship between the babies and the exes? I guess that's the question. Yeah. Well, I feel like, are you in a relationship now? I'm not in a relationship now, but I have a ex that um, I'm connected. We connected a couple of months ago, um, and nothing has come out of it because I want to take it slow. He said he's okay with that, but his actions speaks differently. So yeah, yeah. Because I I feel like the um, you know ha- having a baby is is a new beginning, and I feel like you must be super conflicted about having a relationship with an ex because part of you really wants a fresh new beginning, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably why you were running from them as well is because you you want a fresh a fresh new beginning, a fresh start, a new baby to to work with, not bring up all that old baggage. Um I pulled out my oracle deck, my love oracle, and I have a guide that I use for love readings and I'm going to let him pull a card for you. Okay. We're just going to pull one, and the intention is going to be your future love. Okay. Look at that. Okay. Let me see how how many cards are in this deck. There are 48 love cards in this deck. The one card that my guide pulled for you is free yourself. Wow. Yeah. So definitely validating that you you need to free yourself of these X's and start fresh. Um, they this particular card has a unicorn that is fenced in. It's in a round pin and it's all fenced in, and he's trapped. And it says it's time to take control of your life. And I really feel like if you get back together with these exes, you're going to be back in that same fenced-in area that you were before, and you really need to start fresh and, and set new boundaries for yourself. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Yes, it makes a lot of your sense. Ex, yeah, your ex is going to have intentions and things of who you were before, but you're somebody new now. And it's really hard to set new boundaries with somebody who is expecting the old ones, you know? Mhm. Mhm. That makes but a as, lot of sense. Yeah. As far as love goes, I really feel like if you get out of that sense, you're going to find your right person. You just have to be strong enough to walk away. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you you're so much. You're welcome. Lisa. You're welcome, and good luck. I'm sending you lots of blessings. I think the right person is right out there. You just got to get out of that fence. Thank you so much. Okay, talk to you soon. Good luck. Thank you so much for calling. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks. 347-838-9903 is our number. Hi, thanks for hanging on. What's your first name? Hi, my name is uh, Hugh. I'm calling from Virginia. Hi, Hugh. Hi, Hugh. How, how can Lisa help you tonight? Thank you very much for taking my call. I, uh, just before Christmas, I received a telephone call uh, concerning a woman who had passed in June. Uh, she's a wealthy woman, and um, 
was sort of in the background of most of my life, and I was told she remembered me in her will, which was quite surprising to me. So I just wanted to see if there was anything that could be picked up on that um, in the senior years, and i hoping it might be something that I can leave to my children. Okay. I'm sorry that you lost her. Did you lose touch along the way? Well, uh, she was ill for probably a good year or so, and I had relocated to another area. I would just touch base by mail and once in a while by telephone until uh, she was you know, pretty ill. But uh, uh, she was never, you know, in my life like a, a family member or extended family member. It was always sort of in the background, but from my very young years too. So sort of like a, I, I look at her in this respect as like a guardian angel. Right, right. Okay. Well, I'm having my guide, my guide for family, pull a card, and I'm using my unicorn oracle deck because they are full of magic and hope, and I feel like this could be a magical moment for you. And I had her draw, had him draw one card, and I got awareness, live in the moment. Be conscious of your thoughts and look for signs. And I feel like um, I lost someone recently and um, and then out of the blue found out that there was, you know, some inheritance for me that I wasn't expecting. Right. And it's really easy to get ahead of yourself and start planning out, you know, how, the, how this is going to save me and what I'm going to do and I'm going to pay off my car and I'm going to do – and this card is calling you to live right now in the present. Don't plan this all out because you don't know how much you're getting and you don't want to be disappointed. You want to be grateful. You want to have a grateful heart because they remembered you. So instead of trying to figure out what the dollar figure might be and what you might be able to do with it, instead send out to the universe your gratitude that you got to have this person in your life, that they got to, that you mattered to them because then it doesn't matter what the size is of what you got it's the intention that you mattered to them and that when they were gone they wanted you to know that you mattered does that make sense it makes perfect sense and i'm doing exactly what you just said so good. <laughs> that's a confirmation good. i appreciate there that. you go there's a good validation for you there's um mm. this deck has 62 cards in it and that was the one so that is a great validation for you that you're doing the exact right thing so keep memories of this person um, present in your head and lots of gratitude to the universe that you got to have them in your life. And then whatever that gift is that you get, you're going to accept it with this gra- grateful heart instead of these expectations that you have right. no control over. Does that make sense? Perfect sense. And uh, right. I also was married to an earth angel who passed back in 2007. So I uh, am committed to empowering uh, women in my uh, work uh, that I'm doing globally uh, to bring more spirituality and unconditional love into all areas. 
Oh, I love that. Well, thank you for doing that. Thank you for all your efforts, and and I'm I'm honored that uh, you called and that this person, um, you know, gave you that feeling. There's no better feeling than knowing that you mattered to somebody, right? Well, that's the key word that you kept saying too is gratitude, and that's what people really need to shift into with all the chaos in the world. We really have to understand that when we get the right kind of heart to God connection and ask for divine guidance, we're right on target with our mission, whatever it is that we agreed to before incarnating. And my wife blessed me with the lesson of unconditional love, which is what I say we really all incarnate to learn as we learn it. We're supposed to be a blessing to others, especially those that can't help themselves. So thank you so much again for the wonderful confirmation. Oh, good. You're welcome, Hugh. Thanks so much for calling. Sending you lots of blessings your way. Thank you very much. Take care. God bless. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you. Uh, 347-838-9903 is the number. I don't know if this is a blog talk radio thing, but a whole bunch of calls just disappeared off of the thing. So if you got disconnected, um, call back, please. 347-838-9903. I didn't do it. So, uh, uh, but I'm sorry. The universe happened, but cleared it out so that this next person could get on. Well, then let's get to that next person. Hi, thanks okay. for hanging on. What's your first name? Hi, my name is Jacqueline. Hi, Jacqueline. Where are you calling from? New Jersey. And how can Lisa help Hi, you Jacqueline. tonight? Hi, Lisa. Um, I'm I'm trying to move this year. Settle some matters, but there's been like a lot of people on my job and um, changes that my youngest son is going through, kind of like throwing me, you know, in the ring. And I just want to see what you pick up on those aspects. So you want to know what what's up with your move, or move. what's up? I'm okay. trying to move, and each time that I made it to me the light at the end of the tunnel, then something either happens with work or with my son. Okay. I see. All right. So I'm using my Wisdom of Avalon Oracle deck, and I'm having Morgan, my primary guide, draw a card for you. Sorry, she's being very picky. My puppy, my puppy is encouraging her. Okay. Oh, oh, we're pulling two. All right. All right. Got two. Thank you. Okay. So first card. Oh, the first card is hard. The first card is trust. Um, And on this particular deck, the trust card is interesting because the symbol for trust is carved into a rock and it's along this path. And so often we uh, doubt the path that we're on and we think, no, no, it's got to be this way. And then we wander off the path and things get rocky. So this card is telling me that maybe you're pushing so hard to move, but the universe is trying to get the perfect place together for you and it's just not time yet. So it's throwing things in your path to try and get you back on the you know, on the right path. So try really hard to trust that every time something gets in your way, do your best to go, you know what, 
then right now wasn't the time to move. Um, I'm going to trust that the right time is going to make itself present and this isn't it instead of getting really frustrated and discouraged because it's not that you're not going to move. It's just that, that, um, you know, you just need to trust the universe that the right place is coming and, and it just hasn't been the right time. So you've been wandering off the path and, and you just have to trust spirit that the right time is going to be known. Does that make sense? Yes, it does make sense. Okay. And then the second card that she drew for you is the king. And the king card is is always your masculine energy. It's making money. It's making decisions. It's taking care of the other people. But on this particular deck, he also has his trusted um, confidant next to the next to the throne. So if you think about it, a good king always has good advisors. So do you have a good friend circle that you can talk to about this move? Well, I I have my attorney. The move actually involves settling um, an estate. Okay. Um, And I have papers and stuff. Like right now I need to be focusing on getting all my documents together and submitting it to the attorneys and getting the appraisals to be accurate so I wouldn't have to pay as much. I'm trying to settle and um, you know just to focus my job takes a lot out of me Um, I work with with a lot of troubled youth Mm -hmm. and you know coming home and trying to focus on my own stuff has been kind of like a challenge the balance right Right. if I'm clear then you know it's like here comes his stuff because my son goes through a lot of changes as well. Right. Well, I really feel like um, if if your lawyer is your trusted confidant, you need to really figure out what are my deadlines to make this happen, and then you need to um, work toward those and trust that this is all going to happen when it's supposed to. Um, goals are super important. I'm I'm down with that, but. You know, sometimes life happens and you've got to be mm-hmm. able to go, you know what, this wasn't the time. Um, so keep your communication open with your lawyer so that he knows, you know, when you think you're going to be done. But, the, you know, lighten up on yourself if you need a couple extra days because the universe is just throwing some rocks in your path so that you stay you know, focused on where the universe has something planned for you. You just need to trust that you're on the right path. Does that make sense? Okay. Yes, it does. It does. Okay. So use your, use your masculine energy to push through and get these last documents done. You can do that. Okay. I feel like you're almost there. Okay. Now, are you able to, pull a card from my son? Like I'm, I'm um, concerned about him. Yeah. He has the a little baby. Is, right. The thing is, yeah. is you can't like psychically spy on someone else. So all I have is your energy on the phone. Okay. So if, okay. if we drew a card, it would be reflective of, you know, of your energy and what you need to have happen. We can't like find out what's up with your son um, because okay. he's not here to, to, you know, lend his energy to that. Um, I could pull a card about what you, you know, maybe what, what you can do to help you. What um, about through. work? What about work, though? 
Well, we could find out about work. Yeah. Okay, what do you want to know about work? I mean, it's, it's, just, it's just very chaotic. It's like unorganized what? and chaotic, oh. unorganized, and just seems to be doing a lot of dumping on me. When you move, will you be retiring from your job? I plan on phasing myself out. I'm just not going to quit. I'm looking mm-hmm. to retire, but I may be, I'm also looking to do something else. Yeah, you are going to do something else that you love. Um, so my career guide drew the Grail Knight, which in this deck is the only the only romantic card in this deck. And the Grail Knight is all about is all about your heart's best desire. And since mm-hmm. we were drawing with the with the intention of your job, this whatever you're closing out with the lawyer. Sorry about the dog. Um, whatever you're closing out with your lawyer is going to give you the opportunity to um, find a new line of work that really is your heart's desire so start thinking about it now because you'll be able to manifest that for yourself okay um you know maybe it's along the same line of work that you're doing but something that won't be so chaotic you know so figure out what do i want what would my perfect job look like because the universe is going to give it to you so know what you want okay okay Okay, thank okay. you so much. I okay, best it. of luck to you. I'm sending you many blessings, and let us know how it goes. I surely will. Thank you, Lisa. Okay, thank you. Talk to you later. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for calling us. Bye-bye. 347-838-9903 is the number here at Psychic Tapestry with Lisa Kessler. Hi, thanks for hanging on. What's your first name? Hello. Hello. Yeah, hi. What, Hello. What's your first name? Oh, you know what, Ken? I wanted to call today and talk to your wife. She's such a gifted tarot reader. So my name is Anne. Hi, Anne. Hey, um, and where are you calling from? Um, I'm calling from California. Okay. And how can Lisa help you tonight? Well, Lisa, I had a question. It's been uh, very difficult with my mom in the last several months. And I was wondering if you see, in general, improvement your situation, my situation, because I have some health issues, but it's mostly related probably to stress, related to her, and this situation was complicated. And okay. Not, um, the complicated part is that probably the... Is it's, what? It's a... a it turned into legal situation, so now it's kind of complicated. That's why. Okay. And so your question is what? Do you see the improvement of this legal situation with my mom? Or okay. it will continue it's been like this for about two or three months now. Okay. I am going to draw from my Unicorn Oracle because it is full of hope and healing. I'm going to have my family guide draw for you. Uh, we're going to draw for with... Hill, so I'm not expecting... Let me just clarify. I'm not expecting her healing. She's in a I know. Health, I'm talking about healing for you. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Healing, healing for you in this situation. All right. 
And is your mom, um, does she live with you? No. We just found a nursing home for her, but um, she lives in Fort Hills, and I can accept this. But the whole legal situation, we were hoping to end last month, and it didn't end, and we don't know why. So attorney said, you need to appear to one more hearing next week. That we didn't okay. Okay. Well, I think that the legal situation will end very soon because the first card that got pulled was abundance and um, it has a unicorn that has rainbow wings and it's, and there's also a rainbow in the background. Those can also be signs to you. Um, And we're in Southern California. I don't know which part of California you're in, but you know, we had that strange rain yesterday. So watch for, watch for signs of rainbows and that kind of thing. But I think that um, as far as since we were drawing with the intention of getting you through this situation, um, abundance is headed your way. So I don't know if this legal situation will result in, you know, your mom having some kind of um, money coming her way or something like that. But um, it, it appears that good things are coming. So hang in there. And the okay. next one I got was possibility, and um, it's to the it's to recognize that um, the potential is bigger than what you think. So um, it, if this legal thing finishes, are you and your mom going to have a better relationship then? We have good relationship with you. It's not about us. Somehow okay. other people got involved in this situation and. We have a wonderful relationship. And these people okay. pulled us into the legal situation that we didn't want to participate. But, you know, they went to court, and now we are in this little situation. We have to be there because we have no other choice. Uh, right. Well, I think it's definitely going to come out in your favor um, for you and your mom, and it will open up possibilities for you that weren't open before. So I know it's nasty right now, but understand that that in the end, you're going to understand why this all happened. Okay. And do you think that my health improved because, because of this constant stress? I have some kind of inflammation that doesn't go away. So it's like strange. It, it just—it was too much going on with this situation. Yeah, but I—but I—the end is coming, and it's going to be a positive outlook for you and your mom. That's great, and it will okay. be soon, right? Yes, okay, I Lisa, believe it will be soon. The I, first I really card like that they pulled reading. was abundance. I huh? was going to ask you how can we how can we reach you for private reading because a couple of times you read for me in the last several years, and you always were a very helpful and very gifted. Oh, thank you. Um, you can just go to the Psychic Tapestry website, so it's psychictapestry.com, and click Get a Reading, and I'm right on that page. Okay. Very good. All right. Thank you so much, Lisa. Good luck. And I'm sending you many again. blessings. Hang in there. Many, many blessings to you, too. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, three four seven eight three eight nine nine zero three is the number. None of those other calls pop back. So as we talk here for just a moment, if somebody else comes through, we'll grab the call. Otherwise, I guess you get to leave early. Oh my gosh, the puppies are very excited about that. I know they. <laughs> um, They're trying really as, hard as, to be good. 
as Lisa just said, if you wanted to book a private reading with her, you go to PsychicTapestry.com, click on Get a Reading, and you will see Lisa there. You'll see um, Tony there, and I'm there, and Michelle Ambergy is there, and Crystal Olson, who was on last night, is there, and Donna Southard is there, too. So you'll have plenty of choices um, if you would like to book a private reading. Um, but we do have uh, somebody just came through. Hi, thanks for hanging on. What's your first name? Hello? Hi, if you're calling. Hi, what's your first name? Uh, Craig. Craig. Hi, Craig. Okay, where are you calling from? Um, California, USA. And how can Lisa help? How can Lisa help you tonight? Um, you know, I was wondering about my girlfriend's mother, and I was wondering if you had anything. You could tell me anything about what's what's she up to? What's, what's why is she doing what she's doing? Well, she's not here, so we can't really tap into her energy to get an answer like that. But we uh-huh. could ask a question that's related to you, like how how is this affecting you? Whatever's going on. Uh, well, it affects it affects it affects uh, you know the family. The family as a whole is affected. Right. Um, yeah, and the the right thing you would think is going to prevail, you know, but right. I've always noticed how people that don't get the right information, and so when they don't get the right information, I feel that they're being tricked and coerced into believing something and making their choices from that standpoint when there's more uh-huh. to look at. Right. So, um, yeah, I'm just kind of like just wondering. But you said you don't have anything on hand with that. Um, so. Well, when when you're using tarot cards and oracle cards it it's always the energy of the person who's who's asking who's sitting there so we can't like psychically spy on someone else to get their motivations because their energy isn't here to draw those cards so what i'm trying what, to what, get from you is what how is this affecting you like could we could we draw with the intention of um you know, this this being settled, you know, what your life is going to look like when this is settled or, you know, will your... Well, I've been, I, my, my participation in the whole thing was with the, with the mindset that things would come, would get, would get better for, for okay. the people involved. You know, uh-huh. I was, my whole thing was always like that from the beginning. Right. It's been many years now. So, okay. So I don't, I just, it's, it's just, you know. But you're still in this relationship, right? Sure, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you're not letting mom drive you off. <laughs> That's funny. Um, no, and no, and yes, in a way, yes, somewhat, somewhat, yes. But then you're getting no, tired because yeah, because if someone does come around and they start, you know, showing that they have, you know, that they can see themselves, then I'm not going to be a jerk, of course. Right. Being frustrated can be a real issue for me, you know, at times. Right. Right. That's understandable, especially if it's been going on a long time. So I'm having my primary guide draw a card for you. Um, And my intention is just getting you through this situation and what the universe sees that you need to know right now. Oh, that's a perfect card. Okay. So, well, can I ask you one thing so she, real quick huh? before you go on? Can I ask you yeah. one question before you go? 
is my is 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 my girlfriend is she going to move? Um. Well, again, we can't. She's not here, so we won't have her energy as far as a move goes. But what my guide drew for you is the cat, and in this deck, the cat is all about setting up healthy boundaries. And and recognizing that um, you know you you still matter in all of this, do you feel like perhaps this problem with mom is happening because there aren't any boundaries with her? Well, she doesn't have boundaries established because of her condition that she has. Yes. Yeah. Is there any way that you can, with your relationship, not not with the mom, but with your relationship, can you set some boundaries so that it doesn't frustrate you so much? Well, that's what I, that's what I, that's well that's that's the thing is that how do you say that? Um, <clears throat> yeah, you're right. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what that's what the universe is reaching out to you is is that if you can set some boundaries for you, it can take you kind of out of this situation so that you're not so frustrated. Um, and it doesn't have to be mean. Boundaries, a lot of times people think, oh, that's so mean. You know, no, you can't come in this room after 9 a.m. But the boundaries don't have to be that you know, that rigid. Um, but, but I feel like you get pulled back and forth in this situation and you feel like it's not your mother. So, so you keep getting pulled in, but there's really not anything you can do. Your hands are tied, right? So this card is calling you. Yeah. So this card is calling you to stop, stop getting yourself pulled into this mess and instead set up some boundaries, you know, just sit down and have a talk. This isn't my mom and it's not my place. So I'm going to step back from this part of the drama. And, and that simple of a boundary can take a huge weight off your shoulders, right? At the same time with that said, what you, what you just said in material to that, I can't, take away from the credentials that I have because of my ability to see myself. Mm-hmm. And if I can see myself, then love has always fixed everything that where I couldn't do it. Love fixed it and made it, made it, made it very good for, for mm-hmm. me. Right. So, so, so I can't get away from that. My ability. Well, I'm, you know, I'm not saying break off to, your relationship. That's not what I'm yeah. talking about. I'm talking about in this relationship, this is not your mother. So you well, may be not, getting it's, pulled yeah, it's in. Her mother. Yeah, exactly. And so you may be getting pulled in a direction and it's just not fair to you because it's not your mother. You really have no say and all you get is frustrated, right? Not all the time. I just said once in a while I get frustrated with yeah. it because of the because of the inability for people to see themselves, and I think that's because a lot of these people. I know we're all, in, you know, uh, have a little bit of a you know, narcissism. I guess you could say we all are narcissistic mm-hmm. to a certain degree, but more maybe people are more narcissistic more so than other people. Right. So, that's so very that, true. That, that's 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 the frustration that anybody would have. You know, right. as far as boundaries go, boundaries I have established because I don't like people trying to control me or manipulate me. And if I have any feelings about them doing that, I don't like it when they try to exploit my feelings because right. um, I'm not, you know, I'm not here to be a, a pinata, you know, right. people exactly. that just want to come over and take a swing at me, you know. 
Exactly. But if you're feeling like this is going on and on and you have no ability to end that because of the mom's condition, what you need for your own personal, you know, to get through this is to set up your own boundaries, you know, of this, you know, this is, I need this personal time or I need this or please don't talk to me about this. I've tried and I've done the best I can and I'm done talking about it, you know, or something like that. Those kind of boundaries can really save you and make a relationship work. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. But at the same time, you have to realize that when she's, when the, when the mother's trying to destroy, you know, my girlfriend. Right. And, that's that's not that's that's detrimental to not only her but um which would be you know her daughter which is my girlfriend right. and her grandchildren and great grandchildren because we're talking right. about not just one person we're talking about a family as a mm-hmm. whole a unit and mm-hmm. everyone in the family is an integral part of that unit and they all should be bringing something to the table that would benefit the body as a whole but right. you've got people that are having different things going on, and when when the, um, you know when like when dad gets dementia and this and that, and then so and then the other person has issues too, and then you know it just really gets crazy. That's why I was saying you know she's destroying yeah. uh, the people right. who are around her, and I happen to be involved in that whole thing too because you know I have to watch it. Right. It's not something that I enjoy. Yeah, that's the hard part is having to watch it. And again, the best way you can get through that is to come up with some boundaries for you so that, you know, so that it doesn't damage you. And then maybe through those boundaries, you can find some boundaries for your girlfriend, too, to help her. You know, maybe she'll she'll see them, and then she'll come up with some boundaries that works for her, so that you guys can get through this. It's so hard when people are aging. I, I take care of my 98 and 97 year old um, grandparents. They're both. I mean, it's a blessing. They're both still alive. They're yeah. both still together. But man, they they take up a lot of <laughs> time and energy, and they don't mean to. But it's just what happens, and it is hard, and it drains you. Yeah. But um, if you can have just some boundaries you know even if it's something silly like on Fridays I get two hours dumb movie you know whatever it takes to refill your well so that you're ready to jump in for more does that make sense <laughs> the thing about the thing about you say like that uh, the thing that refills my wells is when people start reflecting what I'm projecting that's when I get filled up you know because uh-huh. I, all, all the other stuff I have all that time in the world to do whatever I want to do and most mm-hmm. of the time I'm spending uh, researching, studying. Uh, I have people that I deal with on a regular basis, which which need help, and they need someone to be there for them. Even though they're, you know, learning to do it by themselves, but they always need someone there that they can yeah. turn to that understands where they're at and can just say a few mm-hmm. words, and that's all they needed, you know. And that that really, right. I mean, when when it gets to be like that, it's just a really good friendship and everything. Yeah, that does feel good when you can help somebody else. Yeah. Sure. Well, I'm sending you. you, Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, I'm sending you all kinds of good vibes because I feel you. It is hard. (laughs) But, but, um, 
you know, universe is telling you to just work on those boundaries. So keep that thought in your mind as you go through this week, because um, I think you'll find some good opportunities there. And maybe you'll be able to help somebody else with it, too, which will also make you feel good. And I've got to jump in here. Thank you, Craig. Um, but we are running out of time, and Blog Talk Radio will cut us off whether we're ready or not. So I wanted to, to leap in. Um, my apologies that uh, I had to end that call early. And um, also apologies to the couple people who were able to get back through um, for whatever technical problem Blog Talk Radio was having. Uh, we're out of time, so we won't be able to get to your calls. But you can book a private reading with Lisa. Um, I just posted the link on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash psychic tapestry. Um, that's also where you can find links to Lisa's books. So run over there and check all that stuff out. Uh, Lisa, thank you so much for giving up part of your Tuesday evening for us. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks everybody for calling in and Hope you have a great week, and Psychic Tapestry will be back probably next Monday, um, but we'll let you know. Keep an eye on social media for details. Thanks again. Great week, and we will catch you next time. Take care. Bye, everyone. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.